Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus. I'm here with the main man, Kaunda Chama. We are ready to rock and roll. Kaunda, you good? I am excellent. Back-to-back wins in overtime by the Los Angeles Lakers. What can I ask for? Well, you could ask for them to be a better team. But anyway, you got the <laughs> wins that you needed. On the Post Up Podcast this week, we are going to be discussing the top five players in the NBA right now. Uh, before we get into the actual show itself, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms. At Post Up Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, um, and also at PostUpZone on Facebook. And you can go to PostUpZone.com, where you can get all of your news and information around what's happening in the NBA from an African perspective. Um, during the show, we'll be talking to you about the PostUp Betting Corner, where we talk about the five games to look out for this week. Get that and money. You know, you, you've got to. And uh, there's some really interesting ones that I think you know we've got to really look out for. So, Kaunda... Let's get into our top five players in the NBA discussion right now. This could be kind of controversial at times. I think we're going to agree on a heck of a lot of it, though. Maybe. Uh, first of all, speaking of agreement, I want to know why you're wearing a Los Angeles Lakers t-shirt. Can, well, can, can we get a, a witness there, please? Look, I, I'll say one thing. I'm no Lakers fan, but I will wear free clothes. So, you know, when something's a gift, I go for it. Um, okay. and, and it's not a bad day to wear it because, you know, they did win their last game. And uh, so I'll be like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll jump on the bandwagon just for a clothing perspective on this day. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a wizard's top. I dare I say any more. Um, okay, so top five players in the NBA right now. I think the reason why this might be a little bit controversial on our end is, you know, sometimes you have guys who are doing well statistically, but mm-hmm. aren't necessarily seen as being uh, the top five players who are currently playing um, in the league. So yeah. you, I think we, you know, we'll have to maybe start with some honorable mentions here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know sort of who's on your list, um, but I think that uh, one player that should be on the list that potentially isn't is somebody like, um, dare I say his name, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, but you, you, must have, you might have preempted something there, but I, I definitely agree with Nikola Jokic. Because Nikola Jokic will give, you, will, will give you a lot of performance. And if you mess with him, he might even hit you in the back. See, that's the thing. You know, like, he, he he's the kind of guy who... He, he, people have tested him. They think that he's this soft guy. Yeah. And uh, he, he really isn't. No, he isn't. Uh, he showed it this but, week. But, but I go with you. Nikola Jokic, uh, Luka Doncic, definitely an honorable mention because... I think it does a lot as an, uh, a facilitating and scoring guard. He, mm. he, he's one of the best that we've seen in many seasons, Cyrus. Even in, 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 in like the last decade. I Chris think Paul? Chris Paul, definitely Chris Paul deserves uh, a, an honorable mention. Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young, Trey Young definitely. And um, yeah, I think insofar as the top five. Uh, I mean, look, Cyrus, you got to mention LeBron James. Come on now. Exactly. Please exactly. respect. Please put some spec on that man's name. But but this is the thing. So you know when we look at this dis- this discussion, this debate, you know uh-huh. we're we're talking about the best players, but we're actually talking about the best active players um, yes. as well. Yes. And the other thing is in terms of statistics, because if we're looking at just like who's the best player in the NBA, you know, everyone's like, oh KD, oh Giannis, you know, and, uh-huh. and but they have to be delivering statistically as well and at i think that's moment. what we at the, at at the moment. present moment yeah. at the moment and i think that's the the critical part of this discussion so this isn't necessarily about a who do you love the most it's really about who's actually bringing it right now yeah and 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 what sort of impact they're having on their team so let's let's get it get into it Kate. Mm-hmm. um i think one player who will be on both of our lists is kevin durant um and he's really been sensational yes he's been one of those who i think if we're looking at potential mvps mm-hmm. um at the end of the season 
his name is going to be pretty much in lights with uh, stars around it. And everyone's going to be like, okay, Kevin Durant, yeah, he's going to be the MVP. But he really has been that good. Uh huh. No, no, Cyrus, look, first of all, as much as I, you, you know I'm a big uh, NBA fan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, NBA and LeBron fan. But let's keep it real. The, the best scorer in, in the league at the moment is, NBA, uh, is, is Kevin Durant. Because he, yeah. he can score from basically everywhere. And, 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 and I think all he needs is a few touches. And, and you get like way above average performance. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. Not even way above average. Let me just say good to great uh, performance from Kevin Durant with a few touches. And, and, and scoring at the level he does. I mean, from three-point range, from, from field goal range, close, in the paint. I mean, look, you don't want him to grab that boy in the paint because he would dunk as... Good yeah. as any other dunker that there is in the league at the moment. And I think Kevin Durant is deserving to be the first guy we mentioned. Because if you were to ask me right now, yeah. who is the best player in the NBA at the moment? With all due respect to, 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 to LeBron James, I think it's Kevin Durant. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. And, and although you're talking about LeBron James as if, you know, he's like 26 as opposed to 36. <laughs> the only other player potentially from an individual perspective who could be up there because of the stuff that he does is Giannis. And, Absolutely. and you know, that, that conversation has already been had this season. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about numbers and Kevin Durant leads the NBA in, in uh, points per game scoring right Absolutely. now. So, you know, when you look at, at him as a player, you just think, how do you stop this guy? And he's the reason why... The Nets haven't necessarily struggled without Kyrie as mm-hmm. much. Yeah. I mean, he's currently averaging, uh, as of the time of this recording, 29.5 points per game in the NBA. And that is a heck of an achievement. But it's Kevin Durant. It's what he does. You know, 58.5% from the field, 40.4% from three-point range. His free, uh, free throw percentage, 829 This guy is a scoring machine. Need I say, the reason why the Golden State Warriors won in 2017 and 2018 is because of Kevin Durant. No debate required, Cyrus Rogers. I'm not going to debate that. In fact, if anything, KD was one of the main reasons why they won no, those no, no, championships. No, 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 no. But not he played on a team. Main, not because one of the main. He we've was seen, the main reason. But, but we've seen what, he, you know, he's been on other teams where he hasn't won stuff. Oklahoma okay. City, yeah. the same with Brooklyn. I mean, yes, there's always extenuating circumstances mm-hmm. in a lot of those different um, spaces. But the team that he was on was sensational. He Absolutely. was the best player on that team. And he definitely led them to those championships. So mm-hmm. no debate needed there. Um, I just see that you're trying to hate on the Warriors and Steph Curry. So I'm going to bring something up I, for I, you. I don't right? hate Steph Curry. I don't yeah, hate him. You don't hate him. I, I got three on jerseys him. on that. Yeah. I got three jerseys on that guy. I got three but jerseys. This, this could also fall into the category of you, wear, you like to wear free clothes. You know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, those could have been gifts. And then you'd be like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't hate Steph. I wear his clothes. Yeah, because you got them for free. But... <laughs> Kevin Durant, though, is also really in- interesting because he also gives you something on the defensive end. He's not Absolutely. like a defensive player of the year no, uh, no, kind no, of player. No, not but, that level, no. But, you know, he, he, he works hard on both ends and he tries to make things difficult for the opposing players. So mm-hmm. that's why I think, like, we, we're in agreement. He's one of the top five players in the league right now. Yep. Um, let's move on to the next guy. And this is, you know, diametrically not even opposed, but basically in line with what you've just brought up. Because for me, it's Stephen Curry. Mm-hmm. Last year's scoring, a scoring champion. Yep. Um, and now he's back at it. He's averaging 27.4 points a game um, so far this season. He's been one of the real r- main reasons why the Warriors have had a 10 and 1 start to the NBA season. Um, do you agree that Steph Curry is one of the top five players in the NBA right now? Absolutely, Cyrus. Because without Stephen Curry, 
the the Warriors will be no way right now. Mm. And and I'm saying that with all due respect to the rest of the players, to Iggy, to to, to James Wiseman. But it's a, to, it's a known thing. But it's a known thing because Cyrus in, in one of the recent games, Steph Curry had to score 50 points for them to win by 14 points. It just shows you how much work this young man is putting in and, and, and what he did last season, although the, the Warriors didn't really make a, didn't make a postseason mm-hmm. appearance, but you saw what he did. You, you no, saw how many points definitely. he put up. And, and Steph Curry, Cyrus, you, you know, to me, sometimes, this is a transcendent player. Yeah. He, he, he's this guy who's made scoring from the logo to be just a thing. Yeah, and you, you know, and he continues to do it. It's not really like funny he, you say that he did it last season or he did it the, the season before. He continues to do it yeah. season after season after season, and, and 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 I find one thing irritating about Steph Curry. If if, uh-huh. if, if you watch games uh, closely, Steph Curry shoots the ball and looks the other way. <laughs> I mean, and then it goes in. He, to he me, knows like, what's a made shot. I mean, what what see, level and, of and, and the craziness about that, though, right? Is yeah. that you think about players who've tried to do the same thing? Isn't there a famous Nick meme Young. with Nick Young? You know, be like, oh man, that's that's nothing but net. No, Nick, that was not it. It was all but yeah. rim. <laughs> and and that's the thing about Steph Curry. And I had this conversation with somebody the other day who was on on Twitter who was like. Oh man, I'm so bored of Steph Curry hitting logo threes. And I'm like, how are you bored of seeing the most incredible feat? And because he's made it part of just his game. Cyrus, that's like saying back in the days, I'm I'm sick of seeing Vince Carter dunk. It's not real. Look, it it was a weird thing. It was a weird thing. You you know where you get a full jug of Haterade and it's overflowing? That that was that. Those drinks are really easy to mix for some people, you know? But back to (laughs) Steph, Cyrus. 27.6 points. A game at the moment, and that's not too far behind Kevin Durant, who's who, mm. who's who's currently the scoring leader. And, and I and I think Cyrus, to me, also it's the motor on that guy. Yeah, have you seen the kind of mileage he puts up every no, he game? He goes for it. I mean, he's he's got such great stamina. Yeah. Um, and look, we're not saying like he's seven million years old. He's like what thirty three. Um, but like that fifty two well, fifty points in, in, 10 basketball, games, years, in basketball years. Yeah, so like six point five million yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> he's heading there. You know but okay, so like basketball years is like dog years. But but in in terms of where he is in his career, you wouldn't expect him to be putting in as much effort as he has been. Mm-hmm. But Steph has been really good defensively as well. Yeah. And I mean, like that fifty point game that you speak about, he became the oldest player to record a fifty point ten assist game since Will Chamber Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain yeah. In fact. I I saw this online that Steph is something like eleven or twelve years older than Wilt was when he last like achieved that stat. That stat, yeah. So you know, for him to be doing this at that advanced age, we're not calling him old. At that advanced age, shows you just how good he is. Let's just remove advanced there. Let's say at that age. At you know, that age, fine, you're now, you're now fine. making him sound like he's no, my it, age. But it could also be that you know people are like, "What? He's like 26." You no, know? no, so, no, 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 no. He's he's definitely not there. But Steph Curry deserves all the plaudits that he's getting, and I mean, he's like in the top 20 for steals um, mm-hmm. this season as well. So, he, you know. And and in the top twenty for assists, so he's he's really one of the best players in the NBA. His his rebounding number numbers. One, guess who's at number one at three points made? I'm not going to say anything. I mean, look, uh, we, <laughs> we we got to leave it at that, right? You know, leave some mystery in the world, like everybody doesn't know it's Steph Curry. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's one of the 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 real key ones. And then potentially the the last of the players that we might agree on, okay, in our top five must be 
the Greek freak, the Nigerian Targaryen, Yanis uh, Atendakumpo. Cyrus, uh, you know, I, I figured last year or last season the, the, the cards fell in the right way and the stars aligned and Yanis and the Bucks, you know, it, it wasn't a, co- a cakewalk through to the championship, mm. but I thought, you know, everything went right. Then they come back this season and Yanis is still Yanising. And, and, and I gotta, I, I gotta give respect to this young man, you know, this Nigerian Greek freak or the Nigerian Targaryen as we know him. Mm-hmm. He, he, he is doing so much. I mean, I, I've even had debates in my head that who can defend a Yanis uh, Eurostep? Who, who, who really can stop that Eurostep? Not, not even most of Europe. You know, like <laughs> this guy is, he, once he takes that one step laterally, you know, he's, he's, he's beaten pretty much everybody. He might even get there before the team bus does for the next game. You know, like he's so difficult to stop. No, it's difficult to stop. And, and, I, and I, I like the fact that the intensity has continued. Mm. You see, what happens sometimes when you win a championship, well, if you're not the 90s Bulls, but if you win a, a championship, you somehow you, you slow down a little bit or yeah. certain things change. But but with Yanis, it's like, you know... He's in, got that hunger. In Africa, we say Aluta Continua, you know mm. what I mean? Like, he's just kept on pushing and, yeah. and, 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 and they keep on going. And I must agree with you. Yanis Atatakumpo... Uh, at our number three, in no particular order, right? Yeah, and and the thing with him is he's averaging twenty six point six points per game, mm-hmm. um, which puts him in the top four in the league from a points per game perspective. Then you look at um, the rebounding stats. Yanis mm-hmm. is fourth there. He's averaging eleven point eight um, rebounds a game. Um, and remember, this is a guy who just a few years ago was like in the top twenty in all five major statistical categories. Yep, he's twentieth in the league for assists a game right now, mm-hmm. uh, averaging six assists a game. But guess what? He's not done there because when you look at some of the other stats as well, he's up there when it comes to blocks per game. Um, he's ninth in the league, averaging one point eight blocks per game. Um, so I think Giannis's all round game has really improved. And what's great to see, although the Bucks have been struggling a little bit because they just haven't had the, this full complement of, of star players there, is that he's managed to get them over the line in a couple of games, mm-hmm. and he keeps them really active um, on both ends of the floor. So, you know, Giannis is definitely one of the top five players in the league right now, and I don't know if we need to make any more noise about it because it is what it is. He's a no. champion. It is what, what it, it is. is. So let's go into the players that might be a little bit of differentiators for us. Mm-hmm. So who's your next player on this list? Uh, look, I've been I've been bashing this guy on top of his head. I've been I've been, I've been down talking him, but he keeps proving me wrong. And he he's a forward uh, playing out of L.A., but not at the Lakers. What, the one and only Paul George, PG thirteen, deep intake of breath. Cyrus, I, I got to give it up to Paul George. He he he's been producing. You mean at, Paul at George, who you said is not that guy? Yes, uh, I'll still say he's performing well, but he's not that guy to take the Clippers to a championship. Let's I just mean, keep look, it real. That's that is a completely different w- w- argument w- w- altogether. When I discussion. say he's not that guy, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. Let me just clarify that he's not that guy. Yeah, he plays winning basketball, and uh, but I get you, I get you because you know you've had your doubts about him. He hasn't yep. pitched up in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the the playoffs versus pandemic P debate that has been going on for years. True. And and last season, for me personally, I feel as if he put a lot of that to rest by helping the Clippers get to the West 
Western Conference Finals for the first time in their history. But apparently that's not enough for some people. No, because um, they did not win the Western Conference. Well, if you look at that, that <laughs> team, the fact they even got there in the first place without Kawhi Leonard. Cyrus, that's a debate for another podcast, but getting there and then not doing what you were there to do it's oh, a different story. It's kind of yeah. like the debate people have about LeBron James about how many times he's been to the finals and how many and times how many he's, he's won. won. Yeah. I suppose it's the same thing. But poor George, look, Cyrus, I got to give it up to this young man. Mm-hmm. 26.7 points a game. And I know, uh, no, we always talk about him being a two way player. Yeah. So he does it offensively, he does it defensively. So if you look at uh, his, his defensive side, steals per game, he's at number two. Second to Alex Caruso, two point five steals per game. So yeah, he's tied for second. So 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 you know, I mean, yeah, tied with Gary Trent Jr. So you know, he's not out there just playing offensively. He's also making sure that on the defensive side, he he also does some production. I might yeah. have spoken down on this guy and said he's not that guy, yada yada yada. But I gotta give credit where credit's due. Uh, Paul George, he's definitely on my list. Look, he's he was one I, I have on my list as well, though I put him at, at 5.1 um, in terms of the top five. Because I, I, I also, yeah, he's, he, I'm, I'm going to switch things up a little bit here because uh, as, as we've been debating this, I, I, I had a bit of a change of heart. Okay. Um, change and, of heart, sigh. Let's go. Yeah, but I, I do agree with you in terms of the statistics. Um, Paul George has been phenomenal. I, one thing to detract from that a little bit mm-hmm. is his turnover numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've been bashing Russell Westbrook for the amount of turnovers he's been averaging, and he and Westbrook is averaging like five point three turnovers a game. Paul George is third in that list with four point six turnovers a game. So you know if he can cut that out, then um, you know he, I I think that he's he deserves to be there um, in terms of the top five players and yeah. because of the stuff he's doing and because of how he's helping this uh, Clippers team that really isn't that special. Um, but he just has to look after uh, the ball a little bit better. I'm going to go and give you one of my picks. And this one's a bit left field, um, but he's somebody who, without him, I don't think his team is doing the things that uh, they need to be doing. That's DeMar DeRozan at the Chicago Bulls. I know it's an out there pick. I know there's going to be people who come back and say, what, DeMar DeRozan, one of the top five players in the NBA right now? And then I give you... DeMar DeRozan is the sixth highest scorer in the NBA at present, averaging 26 points a game. Um, his Chicago Bulls team, where are they sitting, Calendar? Eight and three at the top of the East joint with the Washington Wizards. Yeah. So, uh, the, the only back by, you know, uh, some of these, these, these stats that they like to use in the head-to-heads and what have you. But yeah, I mean, eight and three uh, in the East. Look, Cyrus, I, I, I can't argue with that pick. You know why? First of all, I'm a DeMar DeRozan fan. Not only because he plays so well and I've, I've watched him just develop into this, you know, now he's going to become a vet in a couple of years mm-hmm. and he always wears Kobe sneakers. I like that. <laughs> Shout out to Kobe. But Cyrus, DeMar DeRozan is that silent killer. His mid-range game is mm. impeccable. Mm. Every time I, wa- I, I watch him, I just want to see him take those mid-range shots because he rarely misses. And, and I think at the Bulls, he's one of those, he, he is the unofficial leader of that Bulls squad. Yeah and, yeah, and and they're doing great things. Him alongside Zach Levine, him alongside uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, Nikola Vucevic. I I, I think that, that 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 that's working for me at the moment, and I, I can't really argue too much with you putting him on the top five because I think he deserves some flowers. 
Yeah, he definitely does. And, 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 and I think the fact that the Bulls have started off the way they've started off is because of him. And he's part of my fantasy team. So, yeah, well, you see, there it. you go. There's, there's <laughs> that, uh, you know, uh, side of Kaunda where he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally impartial here. He's just in my fantasy team. But it was a bit of a toss-up for me as well uh, because mm-hmm. Zach Levine is, is doing really well for the Bulls as well. And, yeah. and he's like a percentage point behind DeMar DeRozan in terms of points per game. So, Absolutely. you know, without them firing on all cylinders, this team really doesn't do what it needs to do. But that's why DeMar's in there for me. I just think, you know, he's he's been such a good player for so long in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's great to see him at a team uh, that isn't Toronto and is doing well in the Eastern Conference. True, um, true. So who's who's your final pick in the top five? In the top five, it's Lusaka's own. <laughs> <laughs> Lusaka's own, my, John Moran. My unofficial son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. John Moran. Cyrus, this youngster... He was the rookie of the year. He was picked what second behind uh, um, the, one of the chosen ones, uh, Zion, Zion Williamson. Williamson. Yeah. So I've just been so impressed, Cyrus. At, at such a young age, he 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 comes into the league and he becomes the de facto leader of the Memphis Grizzlies. Not not the easiest team to be on because mm-hmm. obviously they haven't done great things in many years. But he has brought back a certain excitement in Memphis basketball that's been missing. He, he yeah. is fearless. He is dunking from all angles. He's got... I, I, he, isn't he the, the fastest player? No, that, that, that would be De'Aaron Fox, I think. I, it's a bit of a toss-up. I know Between De'Aaron, and Fox, De'Aaron was, Fox was the fastest but, at but, one but, point. But he is a fast player. I like the mm. way he runs the floor. He, he's fearless. He dunks. He shoots. And, 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 and he can take on the best of them. You know, yeah. he, he, he'll put anybody on a poster, whether it be LeBron or KD, if they're not paying attention, they go on a poster. And, yeah. and, and the fact that he's averaging 26.5 points a game, 5.7 rebounds, 7.3 uh, assists per game. Cyrus, I mean, what more can you ask for, for a young man? No, the, that's the, true. It is the 22-year-old, Cyrus, a 22-year-old. And he's doing wonderful things. And I, how many seasons has it been in the NBA? Two seasons. Well, this is what his... Well, this, this is his, his, his third his, third year, but he's only had really two years' experience in this season. So yeah, In the league, yeah. I mean, in the league, sorry. In the league. And, 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 and I think I, I can't argue with the fact that he deserves a mention in our top five. No, I, 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 I like that pick. It's not my pick. Can, can I go out on a limb here? Yeah. This is the makings of another Allen Iverson. Okay, a moment of silence and Alan for Kaunda's sanity. Alan Iverson also played for the Grizzlies at one point. Not um, in his heydays, but you know. Um, Kaunda. <laughs> Kaunda. 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 Um, I'm real with it. Kaunda. Ja Morant. Ja Morant. Alan Iverson. We've yeah. heard it all. This is, I guess, what happens when you come to the Post Up Podcast. <laughs> You'll hear some things you won't believe. And, uh, and that's you. not necessarily I, a bad thing. You. But, Mark um, my words. What, what, what's the date today? The 11th of November, 2021. I said, Ja Morant is the second coming of Alan Iverson. And I couldn't believe it. Mark this date as well, because we really need to know that Kaunda Chama lost his mind on the 11th of November. <laughs> but I, I understand why you're excited about him as a player. Um, I think that 
Morant is one of those who is such a is a high flyer. He plays hard basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, he he plays the game uh, the tough way, the Memphis way. Absolutely. But at the same time, gets the points that he needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's learning to 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 adjust his game a little bit to the point where he's able to bring different guys in. Um, he can he can beat guys um, on the dribble, which is what he generally does. Mm-hmm. He's so quick, but he's also pulling up uh, from three, and and that's really important. That's so critical in this league to be able to do that kind of thing. Wow, so, that sounds very similar to Alan Iverson. But let's keep very, it moving. But not. <laughs> um, so you know, I mentioned him a little bit earlier, um, and you said don't preempt things. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going with Nikola Jokic for my the my, Joker. My, third, my third pick. Uh, in the top five in the NBA, and the reason for that is this man is the MVP, and we it's we Rainy just carry MVP. on as if it never happened. You know, it's it's like people are like, yeah, yeah, we know he won it, but you know, did he win it? Win it? You know, you know, Cyrus. The the, the thing about uh, Nikola Jokic, he's a silent MVP. Yeah, you know, he, he strikes me as the kind of guy who took the trophy and went, yeah, yeah, okay, it's cool. Yeah, yeah let, let's go back now. Is there a barbecue this afternoon? <laughs> you know, he's that kind of yeah, guy. That's, that's true. He works hard, but he's not so flashy about it. And, you know, he, he just keeps it moving. I mean, but, he I scores mean, some incredible threes, yeah. those, those little soft touch threes. But he keeps it moving as if he did nothing. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, okay. to him, he didn't, it, right? It's just one of those things. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, you know, I mean... It's just what I do, you know, and, and you know, there is a, a ruthless streak to him. And um, I mean, I, I wasn't a fan of, of the incident with um, with one of the Morris brothers. Mm. Um, um, but I do think that Jokic has got a mean streak to him as well. And I mean that in terms of he's not going to back down. No, don't um, mess I think with him. people have tested him. They thought that he was, you know, he was soft, he was weak, and he's showed that he can battle with the best of him. Yep. And and the thing about Jokic as well is when you look at just how efficient he is, you know, he, like he makes this game look so easy. Um and that's a tough thing to do in an NBA where everybody's gunning for you, especially when you're um you're the MVP. His numbers are not great. But this is also about his impact on the team. And I think that's the key thing for me looking at at, at this as 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 crowning him as being one of the top five players in the league because he's averaging twenty five point four points a game right now, mm-hmm. right? Which is eleventh in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um so you'd be like, Okay, I mean, is that really what you want um from uh, you know, your sort of top five player? And you're like, Well, yeah, why not? Why you not? Know? I mean, if you look at what he's doing on the rebound side. Exactly. And this is the other thing is that he's improved a lot of the other aspects of his game. Mm-hmm. So he's third in rebounding, um, averaging 13.6 rebounds a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jokic's game has always been about bringing other people into it as well. Yep. And Jokic does that really well. This this Nuggets team is one of the best teams in the NBA. Um, he's 23rd on the assists uh, list because his teammates just miss open buckets. But he's <laughs> averaging 5.7 assists a game. So you know, you look at Jokic and you think, why? Why do we not talk about this guy enough? And the reality is because he's just not flashy. Yeah, he's one of those silent assassins. You know, you get baby face assassins. Mm-hmm. Then you get king assassins. Uh-huh. Then you get silent assassins. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's nobody's out there trumpeting Nikola Jokic. No. Well, I'm doing it today, Kawanda. No, we appreciate you, Cyrus. We appreciate it because, I mean, there's a reason why he's the reigning MVP. Yeah. And he wouldn't be a reigning MVP if he didn't deserve a spot on our top five, right? No, exactly, exactly. So that, that leaves our top five players d- uh, discussion for now. Um, we're going to swing straight into 
um, the post-up betting corner mm-hmm. by way of looking at the games to look out for this weekend. Now, Kaunda, we're going to have to choose five games. Yes, right? sir. And um, I think let's start on Saturday. And one of the key games to look out for early Saturday morning, it's at 2.30 a.m., um, is the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. That should be a real goodie. Um, are you looking forward to that? Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Boston Celtics. Cyrus, uh-huh. uh, do you want my honest opinion? Yes, I do. That's why I asked for it. <laughs> I think uh, the Bucks are going to get the better of the Celtics. I don't think the Celtics have the, the, their machine well oiled as yet. And I think mm-hmm. the Bucks will, will fancy their chances here and probably wipe the floor with them. Well, you say that this Bucks team has also been all over the place as well. That's what makes this one a really tremendous game to watch because you just don't know which way it's going to swing. The mm-hmm. Celtics won their last game uh, whereas, and the Bucks did too. Um, but I don't know if, if the Celtics will have any answers for one Giannis Attentacumpo. But that's Not why really. I think it's going to be a really interesting one. So you think Bucks to win that one? Yes, and definitely Bucks to win that one. I think that I'd also take the Bucks in that one. Um, also on Saturday morning is another really interesting one. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough one to call as well. And, uh, and I, I, it was a toss-up for me because it's like Game 2 and, and Game 3. And I think it's the Chicago Bulls taking on the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. That one is going to be incredible. 5 a.m. Central African time on Saturday morning. Um, Bulls versus Warriors. Who do you have in that one? Hmm. Cyrus, it, 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 I'm only going to say this because I'm required to make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Because both teams have been balling. And uh, just so that I can get on your last nerves, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls act. Trio takes this one. <laughs> DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, and Zach Levine take this one. And uh, hand your Golden State Warriors a much-needed L on their Just to keep, on them, their keep them on the level, huh? Yeah, just to humble them just a little bit, Cyrus. Well, look, I, I, I can see why you would go in that direction. The Bulls have also been, been really good. Mm-hmm. But this is also a good test for the Bulls. Because, yeah. you know, if they've got a championship pedigree, Mm-hmm. eyes on the prize mm-hmm. there have to be teams like the Warriors yep but I don't think that that's going to happen at Chase Center I think that the Warriors are going to beat the Bulls in this one I think this is another one where we we might see um, the likes of uh, Andrew Wiggins put up uh, some dunking contest uh, uh, kind of dunks you know <laughs> but, but also you know counting against Steph Curry is a tough thing for me to do <sighs> so I'm going to go Warriors in that one we've got three more games to go through mm-hmm. um, Sunday I mean, you know, this is early Sunday morning before yep. we get to the, the primetime games. It's it's also a tough one in the sense that, you know, you look at some of the games on you're like, oh, which is the, which is one to stand out? And there's one that's really easy because it's just sort of straddling that into Sunday. Yep. And that's Heat versus Jazz. Heat versus Jazz. Cyrus, uh, the, the Jazz are, are your good team because, mm-hmm. you know, we've been having this Nuggets versus Jazz discussion since the beginning of the season. Yeah. But, but 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 I, I I fancy the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are the team to beat right the, at the moment. Big shout out to the Lakers. Um, they are the team. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't keep the Lakers out your mouth. Nice. The, nice. The, the Heat are the team to beat right now, Cyrus. The Heat are currently the the, the Memphis Grizzlies of the East with a better record because they they get down and dirty. They get grimy. I think the addition of Kyle Lowry was fantastic. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler is that dog. 
and, and PJ Tucker has brought in some more grit into mm-hmm. that franchise. Your boy Bam Adebayo representing Nigeria also yeah. a, an, an asset. Need I go on Tyler Hero? You know Duncan Robinson. They've got great pieces there. Cyrus, yeah, their bench they is fantastic, and I think they could get the 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 the, the better of this game. I, I must say though. Looking at that, because, you know, playing these road games and, and this, this road trip has been, you know, an interesting one for the Heat because mm-hmm. it hasn't been spectacular for them. But them going to Salt Lake City um, at the Vivant Arena, I just don't see them beating the Jazz in that one. Um, There's no salt in Salt Lake City. Sorry. As you keep saying, and I'm just going to keep moving past that one. Um, I do think that the Jazz will will win that particular game. Mm-hmm. They just, I think Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley have, have found a good groove. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they, they should have what it takes when it comes to, to beating this Heat team. Because the thing about the Heat is that they don't score big. Yeah. Um, they, they win games by restricting you. And um, not many teams have been able to keep the Jazz from doing what they do well. So I'm going with the Jazz in this particular one. Um, we've got two more games to go through. Uh, one, and it's weird to try and pick <laughs> the Boston Celtics again. But I'm really interested to see what they do against the Cleveland Cavaliers because for me the this Cavs team mm-hmm. there's something special about them right now um though injuries have been really tough for a few teams um in the last week or so yeah Colin Sexton going out with the with a knee injury but I think the Cavs are a really interesting one to watch um do you think that this will be a a, a, a game that the the Celtics should win because I know they were missing uh, Jason Tatum in their last one yeah Look, the Cavaliers are standing at the uh, they're at the sixth position as we record in the East at the moment for a reason, and that's because they've been putting up some impressive performances. Cyrus, they're they're they're, they're seven and five. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not the best record. I mean, they're standing at the six, but if the playoffs started today, they would make it into the playoffs, right? Yeah. Uh, but also, if you look at the Boston Celtics, like I said, they, they don't seem to have it together yet. I, I think there's the whole new coaching s- situation, then. There, there's changes at the front office, so 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 there's a lot of things going on there. There's there, the Marcus Smart is not happy with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You know, there, there's yeah. a whole lot of stuff happening at the Boston Celtics. That's why I think, to me, the Cleveland Cavaliers are a more stable team. I think in terms of strength, I give them almost equal strength with even the Boston Celtics having a slight edge. But in terms of stability, in terms of the stability of the team. I give this one to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you think the Cavs will win that home game? Big shout out to the fro, Jared Allen. Block okay. everybody. Yeah, that guy. Block he, everybody. He's playing so well. <laughs> he is playing so well. Him and and the rookie, uh, Evan Mobley. Oh, There's dude. The twin towers they have there. And I mean, we can't really call it twin because you're also putting like a Laurie Markkinen in there. In there. Who is also a big guy. So you got the, the triplet towers. But but I, I will say this. I... I I'm still. I just got this feeling about the Celtics. I think they can turn it around, um, and I think that Dennis Schroeder showed in in the last win for them that you know he can score 20 points again and and get into a groove, and mm-hmm. and I think that might be a turning point for them. Um, you know, when you see potentially the, the issue being trying to crowbar in Tatum and Brown, mm-hmm. if one of them is there as as Jalen Brown has been, um, it might work out even better for for the Celtics because they're not trying to share. The scoring loads so much. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going with the Celtics in this one. Um, I think they could shock the Cavs at home. Wow. Yeah, I know. You, you want to put a wager on that? <laughs> well, 
most people should make sure that you uh, you keep listening to us follow us on on socials mm-hmm. uh, post up betting corner powered by bet.coza Absolutely. Um, you know our, our partners in, in in this endeavor and um any of your betting needs, go to bet.co.za. Um, you'll see a whole bunch of different NBA action on there. Um, There's really, really interesting stuff to 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 put a, a little bit of, have a little bit of a flutter. Yeah, um, absolutely. I've 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 been uh, playing around with with um, a couple of uh, bets here and there, and, and it's a lot of fun. Um, some some really high highs and some very low lows, but always trying to make it a something that I'm doing responsibly. Um, so I, I've won a little, but don't visit me. No, no, no. If anything, you, you, you got enough for a Coca-Cola and a packet of chips. Yes. Uh, and that's really all you want. So make sure if you do um, uh, put a, a wager on anything or, or place a bet, do it responsibly. Um, no persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Mm-hmm. Winners know when to stop. Uh, and that goes for you too, Calendar. National Responsible Gambling Program. There's a number that you can get in contact with in South Africa. That's 0800 That's 0800 um, Or WhatsApp help to 076-675-0710. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you to be gambling responsibly. This is Stay a, responsible. Yeah, it's it's fun to do, but you don't want to you don't want to get into trouble. No. Um Counter, the last game for the weekend. Um, yes, as we round out our, our post up bidding. Hand it to me. NBA Sunday's clash between the San Antonio Spurs and the LA Lakers. I wouldn't ordinarily be like, oh, the Spurs and the Lakers, but the last game you guys played against these guys was a pretty close encounter. And um, this one's a staple center. We know the Lakers have been um, fantastic at home, um, in in quotation marks. Um, I'm assuming you're going Lakers in this one. Cyrus, this is like me playing you. It's a <laughs> foregone conclusion. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so you think that I'm going to beat you? <laughs> that's my. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So um, look, Cyrus, the the past two games have been very touch and go. Mm. I mean, we've even uh, going beyond the past two games. We we lost twice against uh, the the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I, sometimes I worry about the Lakers, and and I'm not gonna put all the blame on Russell Westbrook's, uh, you know, late game decision making, but I will. <laughs> when a man has the opportunity to go and drive in the paint and draw a foul, he decides to shoot from three point range, which is a less percentage shot, and I'm like, Lord, a, a, a lower percentage shot. I, I don't want to. I don't want to get into the was, Russell Westbrook of it all because that's that's got to be a separate podcast. Okay, but but, but is look, that. Even Who with do you pick? that, who are you picking? Even with that, I keep it real. I'm Lake Show all day, all okay. day, Cyrus. Okay, we've got the San Antonio Spurs. What are they bringing? Horses <laughs> and Dejounte Murray. Oh <laughs> yeah, we, we we got some for Dejounte. We got some for Dejounte. Look, and, and we'll I, give him Malik Monk. He's not even one of our starters. We'll give him Malik Monk. We'll take care of. Well, him. Monk has been impressive, and that that win against um, against the Heat, he really showed up in that one. Straight up. Um, I I must say this should be a Lakers win all day, and I will say this. Thank you to the Lakers for helping me win my bet um, this morning because I, I everybody was up against them. They were like, no, the Heat are going to absolutely beat these guys. And I thought, it's a home game. This might be the one where Russell Westbrook gets a triple-double and doesn't stink up the place. Purple and, and gold. Uh, yeah, they, they did well. I mean, Monk was really great. So I'm going to go with you on uh, on this one and say the Lakers definitely should take the the win in that particular encounter. Mm-hmm. So everybody, you've, you've got what you, you need from us from the post-up betting corner. Um, to, to end off the show, I want to ask you a question here real quick, Kounder. Okay. So, 
we're looking at the way the league is set up right now. You know, mm-hmm. you see how my, my league is set up right now, right? <laughs> um, the way your league is set up. The Wizards and the Bucks, uh, the Wizards and the Bulls are really sort of outstripping a lot of guys mm-hmm. um, in, in the Eastern Conference. But the West seems to be sort of cream rising to the top, though obviously some teams like the Lakers and Clippers um, haven't necessarily hit their stride yet. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Eastern Conference is proving to be a more entertaining watch because of just how close some of these teams are and also because it's teams that you wouldn't necessarily have thought would be up there? Yeah, Cyrus, I, I think it's it, it's about time people started considering the Eastern Conference the Eastern Conference because, you know, it's taken... I mean, since Jordan left the league, it's, it's, it's as if the East just imploded. And, 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 and you're talking about the whole conference. The here, whole conference. Like, not yeah. just the Bulls were, no, 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 became no, bad. No, no. Like, like, but just because he was obviously the main highlight of the East at the time. Obviously, the, mm. the Knicks were also, you know, they had their players, yeah. John Starks and Patrick Ewing and them. But but there was a time when the Eastern Conference just became uh, that, that, that little brother to the Western Conference. Now, there's been a lot of movements. You're, you're like, so Kevin Durant have wound up in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Harden is in the East now. Um, well, and you've got the, like Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is in the East now. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy uh, Butler's in the East. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been Giannis, a lot of... sorry. Giannis I mean, yeah, how yeah, dare yeah, we forget That was him. absolutely terrible. DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I think there's a lot of excitement in, in the East. And, and I like there's one Eastern conference player who I think deserved an honorable mention that I forgot who is one LaMelo Ball. Yeah. I think that youngster's playing great basketball. And I, and I think there's just excitement in the East at the moment, whereas the West looks like it's still waiting to settle and, and so that we can see who's who in that zoo. Yeah. But the, 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 the East is like, you know, we know who, who really wants it this season. And, and, and the teams that really want it, they're, they're, they're right up there. And and I think mm. the Washington Wizards give or take a few changes here and addition of uh, Juan Carl Kuzma, yeah, whatever. Uh, we he's been playing well though. I was about to say things have turned around there, and they're and they're showing that they they've got the, the the chops to actually take on the best on the East. And I and and I think it's the the Eastern Conference. All the way up to the Christmas game, and I think even and beyond, extending to even the All Star game uh, period, they're going to be the most exciting side uh, uh, conference to watch. Yeah, I, I mean, I cannot disagree with you there, and, and I've been loving watching what's happening in the East. And what's great is in the past, you've got your league pass, NBA league pass. You're looking at games to try and watch, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh man, scroll, scroll, not interested in that. Scroll, not interested in that. And most of those games used to be Eastern Conference games. Yep. Now we're having a conversation about whether or not you should tune in to watch the Celtics play the Cavaliers. There you go. And it just goes to show you that, you know, certain, like with improvement from certain teams, it becomes more competitive and more mm-hmm. fun to watch. And, you know, it's also great to, to have the Chicago Bulls back to being a competitive team who are showing some fire and some guts uh, in, in that conference. And, and then looking at somebody like the 76ers who have had their turmoils, yet they're still, you know, up there. And Joel Embiid could potentially then, you know, come... Uh, back stronger uh, once he's he's back on on court. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Eastern Conference has got what it takes to to keep our eyes drawn to it. But yep. um, Counter, we're going to have to leave it there this week. It's been it's been a great one already. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs>
So, you know, we're going to leave it there. Kay, thank you so much. It's been another great post-op podcast. Um, I will say this to all of you listeners. Uh, make sure that you interact with us on social media. Mm-hmm. We're going to be posting a heck of a lot more on all of our channels. Uh, and you'll see some changes from us. We're trying to improve, much like Kyle Kuzma. So Ooh. make sure you interact with us at, at post Podcast on Twitter, at post Zone on Instagram. Visit us on Facebook. You'll find at post Zone. Yep. Uh, and visit www.postupzone.com. Um, and please make sure that you uh, you interact with all of our different channels and and take some of our tips on on the post up betting corner powered by bet.coza and do disagree with Cyrus on Twitter because he'd be making some outlandish predictions yeah. please as as outlandish as calendar's predictions within <laughs> this actual show so thank you everybody and uh, till next time bye <laughs>